As we stand today, Erev Shabbos, that uh, goes directly into the great Yom Tov of Shavuos, the time when we received the Torah and really we became the um, Am Yisrael, the nation that Hashem chose and gave us His most precious gift of the Torah and mitzvahs. So there's you know, obviously so many different ideas and thoughts. Let me share one. The... Um, the, the center of Shavuos, of course, is the giving of Torah by Har Sinai. Um, on that, in that great event, we have really, on the one hand, the concept of the entire Klal Yisrael coming together, all the men, women, and children of that time, um, and according to Chazal, even the Neshamas of all Yidin that are, were going to be born, all Jewish people are converts, according to Halacha, that would be born until the end of time, we're all there. So we're talking about this major event that contains everyone, an entire nation, um, in its relationship with Hashem. In fact, that's uh, it's always been quoted as one of the basic differences between the revelation of Klal Yisrael and other types of religions, where our revelation and connection is not based on one prophet or one person, but rather on something that the entire nation saw and heard together um, at the foundation of when we began. So on the one hand, it's a very general type of a yomtiv in the sense of it's the entire klal, the entire um, community of klal Yisrael connecting to Hashem. On the other hand, the Aseris Adibris are said, as is pointed out, Belashen Yochid in singular term. Um, Hashem does not say Anoichi Hashem Eloikeichem I am your God collectively but he says Anoichi Hashem Eloikecho singular I am your God Asher Sicha Meeres Mitzrayim that I took you out of Mitzrayim and our sages point out that the union that Hashem creates with Klal Yisrael is not merely a general one of one God, one Hashem with one nation, but it's an individual one with each and every person. And as it's written in Chazal, that if even one person, one Yid, would have been missing there, Hashem wouldn't have given the Torah. Every last person had to be there because the relationship created between Hashem and a Yid is a personal one, and it's everlasting on a personal level. Meaning, it's not like Hashem is connected to his nation, so you know, he might lose one here, lose one there. No, the, the, rather the relationship that he created is a relationship related individually with every single Yid. And that's an idea that we have expressed also um, in Tanya, in the beginning of chapter 41, when the Altarebbe talks about however Yid should have Yiras Hashem, Yiras Shemaim, fear of heaven, he discusses the idea that Hashem is miyachid malchusay al amma Yisrael bechlal ve'alav bifrat. That Hashem uniquely bestows His kingdom on the nation as a whole, but on each person individually. And He goes on to quote the Mishnah that says, "Ki chayiv adam loymer b'shvili nivra ha'olam." That every person is obligated to see to see it and look as if the world is created just for me. Again, my relationship with Hashem being a very unique one. So both parts of this relationship, the general relationship of one Hashem with his nation and the individual relationship of Hashem with me as a singular person were both very much present by the giving of Torah at Har Sinai. 
Interestingly, this connects. We have the Aseris Adibris, the Ten Commandments that are given by our Sinai. And there is ten, obviously. But we'll look for a moment at the first and the last of the Aseris Adibris. The first is this very general statement. I am the God. I am Hashem. And obviously there's ultimately one Hashem for everyone. There's one Hashem for the entire nation, one Hashem for the entire world and for all of creation. So the first of the commandments is very general in nature. It's talking about the one Hashem for everyone and everything. When we get to the end of the Yasser Sadibris, the last one is something very individual. That a person shouldn't be jealous of his neighbor. Not to be jealous of a neighbor's wife, as it says, not to be jealous of a neighbor's home, or anything, any of the possessions that one's neighbor might have. And that refers to physical possessions, it might refer to um, different gifts and talents, and so many different things that a person might be jealous of one's neighbor. And the final one of the Aserah Sadibris is, don't be jealous. Now that's a you know powerful idea, not to be jealous. Why is it the culmination of the Aserah Sadibris of the Ten Commandments? It seems to be one single negative trait, why would that be the culmination of the Aserah Sadibris of the Ten Commandments? So it's written in Sfarim that really this final one of the Aserah Sadibris um, is very connected and is, in a sense, the, the culmination of the beginning of the Aserah Sadibris. When one truly believes that there's one Hashem for everyone and for everything, then one is not jealous either. Why is that? Because when we truly believe in one Hashem for everything and everyone, we believe that that Hashem has a unique mission for every person, for every creation. And being that Hashem is in charge of all creation, He gives every person and every creation whatever they need in order to fulfill their mission in life. And every person has exactly what they need. And exactly, it's measured in detail to whatever they need they're given in order to fulfill what their destiny and what their mission in life is. And when one understands that and is able to connect to that, then the concept of jealousy disappears. Because jealousy means I'm looking over my shoulder to see what someone else has. And I think, you know, if I would only have what they have, I would do better, be better, accomplish more, be happier. One can only think that way if one forgets for a moment that there's one creator who knows who that person is and knows who I am, created me with a specific mission and that person with their mission and gave me what I need in order to do my mission and gave them what they need in order to do theirs. And if I would have what they would have, I wouldn't be able to do anything with it. It reminds me of something I heard very recently from my uncle, Reb Shalom Mordechai Reb who's uh, famous, and he spent time in prison. And he describes that when he was in prison, there were times when, uh, I mean, he would typically get a lot more mail than most of the other prisoners there. And many people wrote to him expressing their support, their blessings, their brachas, advice, and so on and so forth. So typically the guard would come in and give out the mail, and he would call out, you know, name by name. And his name, Rabbi Shalom Arachai, was called many more times than, than any other prisoner there. And he detected some level of jealousy by some of the prisoners. And some of them were upset. You know, why is he getting all the mail? Why aren't we getting more mail? And he spoke to them and he said, you know, how can you be jealous of someone else's mail? Someone else's mail is addressed to them. It's from someone who knows them. You know, if you would get this envelope, you wouldn't know what to do with it. It's not even in a language that you understand. 
This is something that's specifically and uniquely for me. How could you be jealous of something that you couldn't do anything with anyway because it's not for you? So Reb Shalom Archei says that he realized that this is not just about mail. This is really the story of life. Everything that we receive is directly to us from Hashem. And it's, it's when someone receives something, it's for them. And it's for them because it's for their use, because it's for their mission, it's what they need, it's what they will help them in order to be the best person that they could and should be. And this then, coming back to the Seres Adibris, is the message of the ending of the Seres Adibris. Even though the beginning is this very general concept of one Hashem over the entire world that comes down into the detail that it's Hashem takes care of every person individually, connects to every person individually, give, gives every person individually what they need, and we reciprocate that connection to Hashem that are, we understand and we feel that our connection is an individual one. And when it comes to us once again and we receive the Torah again, we have to receive that not just in a general sense, but in a very individual way. A person has to think about what the Torah means for me and in what way could I rededicate myself to study more and to fulfill more in this coming year, this tremendous great gift that Hashem gives us again on this Shavuos. A good Shabbos, a good Yom Tov, and as we wish ourselves, it should be Kabbalah Satayra to be able to receive the Torah anew, the Simcha, with happiness, or the and internally. Good Shabbos and good Yom Tov.